Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Titus 2 Talk, where we focus on teaching, equipping, and mentoring girls, young ladies, and women on how to live the life of a godly woman. And I am your host, Ariba Walker. Encounter with Jesus. So we're going to look at verses 6 through 13. In the previous section, we were looking at verses 1 through 5. And starting with verse 6. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. So this man has not known anyone that could ever help him or heal him. He probably lost faith in people as well, just like the people lost faith in him. But then when he saw Jesus and his disciples step off that boat, he knew somehow, some way that he could get help. Again, Jesus had been performing miracles. So word is getting around about this man named Jesus. He ran to him, ran, okay, ran. Can you imagine you're getting off a boat and this man is running? He probably running with his hands all up in the air, running, running to get free. He ran to him, got on his knees. So he's running. Then he gets on his knees and surrendered fully before Jesus. Usually when we surrender, we have our hands up. When we're surrendering, We're raising our hands to the Lord. He surrendered fully, fully, everything. He held nothing back. He surrendered fully before Jesus. He saw Jesus for who he truly was, which was a healer or is a healer. Jesus was his only hope to escape this daily torture that he was going through. From these evil spirits that were within his body. Think about when you had times when you have needed to surrender. Fully. Not partially. Fully. What has been your lowest point? Have you fully been able to surrender to him and let go of some of that control? Because we'll call on God. We'll call on Jesus. This is going on. We'll pray about it. But we're still holding on to stuff. This man who didn't even know Jesus, who wasn't even a Christian, surrendered fully. To Jesus and as Christians we should be fully surrendering if an unbeliever can do it we should be doing it verse 7 with a shriek he screamed why are you interfering with me Jesus son of the most high God in the name of God I beg you don't torture me for Jesus had already said to the spirit Come out of the man, you evil spirit. 
So first of all, when Jesus showed up, he immediately commanded the evil spirit or the devil to come out of the man. The evil spirit is now responding to Jesus, not the man. So at this point, Jesus is now speaking through the man to the evil spirit. That's why it says, for Jesus had already said to the spirit, come out of the man, you evil spirit. And the evil spirit is responding saying, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? So this spirit knows who Jesus is. <laughs> this evil spirit knows who Jesus is. And we'll go back to what Paul was saying. We do not fight against flesh and blood. We got the call on the Lord to deal with these spirits. So now Jesus is speaking through this man to the evil spirits that have been living inside of him. Let's look at demonic possession. Um, and this is when a demonic spirit resides or lives in a human body. And at times the demon will show its personality through the personality of the host body. He did not want to leave his host. So this evil spirit did not want to leave this man's body because this was the host. This is where, this is the body he chose, this evil spirit chose to live in to do what he does, which is evil things. He did not want to leave his host. This was torment for him because he then could not use the human body to attack God. <laughs> he wants to wreck the image of God, which is what he was doing with this demon possessed man. So through this man, he was doing all those things we were talking about. Making people fear him. Making um, this man hallucinate, making this man, uh, you know, howl and scream and be suicidal because he's trying to wreck the image of God. He's trying to wreck the image of God. The spirit recognized that this was Jesus, the son of the most high God. He knew the power that Jesus had. He recognized this was Jesus. He recognized that this is a healer. He recognized that this is a man of power. So now he's a little scared. He used, this evil spirit used this man's body to bring fear to other people. Now he's fearing the Lord. Verse 9, then Jesus demanded, what is your name? Remember, he's still speaking to the spirit. What is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again, not to send them to some distant place. <laughs> so now the demons are talking. 
We have the evil spirit. We have Satan talking. And now we got his little fallen angels talking too. Everybody's talking. All these evil spirits are talking. The demons are referring to themselves as legion. So we don't really know what this man's name was, who we're talking about. But the demons refer to themselves as legions, as legion. And a legion was a unit of Roman soldiers, which usually consisted of 6,000 men. So I'm not sure how many evil spirits, how many demons were residing in this man's body. But what they're saying is, there's a lot of us here. Yes, there's a lot of us here. Depression lives here. Anxiety lives here. Fear lives here. Doubt lives here. Confusion lives here. Suicide lives here. There's a lot of us that live here. There's a lot of us that are trying to oppress this man. There's a lot of us here that tortured this man and made him feel less than human. <laughs> God gives life. So their job was to help him and make him feel less than human. But these demons pleaded for mercy from Jesus, begging him, begging him not to torment them. They were trying to intimidate Jesus by saying, yeah, there's a lot of us here. But Jesus wasn't falling for that. He's like, I don't care how many. I don't care if there's 6,000 of y'all in there. I have the power. They were trying to instill fear and show that they were mighty, right? Mm -mm. No, Jesus is mighty. Jesus was not feeding in to their distractions because he had a purpose and a plan. There was a reason why he got off that boat for this man right here. Jesus was may way more powerful than them. And how many of you know that people, because they have a hidden agenda, they will try to instill fear. They will try to intimidate you. They will try to dis distract you from your purpose and your plan and the will of God. That's what this is showing. Those demons will try to distract you. And let me tell you, our enemies are right in our faces. They're not, you know, the people with the two horns sticking up. No, they're the ones that may smile in your face. Those are the ones doing the devil's work. So as I continue, even the demons have to ask permission from God. <laughs> it says it right here in the word. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again. They're asking him. They're begging him. Mark 1.27 says, He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. The demons recognized Jesus' authority. Verse 11, There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. 
Send us into those pigs. The spirits begged, let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs. And the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. So these demons are begging and asking permission again from Jesus. So basically, they would rather, because they don't have a host anymore, remember, because Jesus commanded them, evil spirits, to leave this man alone. So they would rather go into the pigs, okay, to do their dirty work than to be idle. Tend to be then, then to be without a host at all. They're like, I want to, I want to send us into the pigs. So listen. <laughs> Do you see how little their power is that they have to ask permission to go live in a pig and an animal? Hmm? They have no power. On the contrary. Think about how much power you have. <laughs> Think about how much power we have as Christians by inheriting the power of Jesus. By living the Christ-like life, we have inherited the kingdom and have inherited the power of Jesus. We have so much power to overcome situations, we don't even realize it because we don't use it sometimes. We have to come boldly to the throne. We have the power in us. We need to use the power that has been given to us, rightfully so. I had read in one commentary that Jesus allowed this to happen with the pigs because the time of the total demonstration of his authority over the demons had not yet come. It would come at the cross. Colossians 2.15 tells us that at the cross, Jesus disarmed demons in their attacks on believers. He made a public spectacle of their defeat and he triumphed over them in his work on the cross. So he was giving us a taste, okay? <laughs> of what was coming, what power we were going to hold as believers, as followers of Christ. It also says that Jesus also wanted to show the real motive of the demons, which was to steal or take without permission, kill, cause the death of, and destroy, to put to an end. This is John 10, 10, to, to steal, kill, and destroy. The demons went into the 2,000 pigs and they all drowned in the water. They had no more life. They, took their, they, they went into the water and they lost their own lives. He wanted to take the man's life, but the man is made in God's image. So the devil, his fallen angels, the demons, wanted to take this man's life, but he couldn't. 
He was made in God's image. So we learn that uh, God has the last say. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He has to say on our life. And Jesus got off that boat. He had a purpose and a plan to free this man from the evil spirits that were living in him. So this is the encounter that this man had with Jesus, as well as <laughs> the evil spirits that had an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus wins. Oh, we're not done yet because in part three, we will learn how this man lived his life as a free man, lived his life with a sound mind and lived his life as a disciple of Christ and served others. Check out part three. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Titus 2 Talk. Remember, please continue to check back to our station to see what new teachings we have available. Have a blessed and wonderful day.